Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in. Today we're going to be talking about Legos and my stories with them, famous people who use them, and more. Okay, let's start off with my own personal story. When I was young, like about five or six, my parents started buying me Lego sets. I built them and played with them, but there was always one problem. I kept breaking them, and I couldn't fix them after that. Flash forward another five or six years, I decided to start building them again. So I took the pieces I had, and I color-coded them into piles, got some old instructions, and started building. So every day I would work on my Legos, finding the pieces, putting them together, and finishing them. It's a lot more rewarding than just building a regular Lego set, because I had to find the individual pieces of one set scattered in a pile of other pieces from other sets. Okay, now that I've gone over what um, my personal story is, we're going to go over the history of Lego. This is my own abbreviated version of the history of Lego. If you want to listen to the unabbreviated version, watch The Lego Story on YouTube. Okay. Way back in 1932 in Billund, Denmark, there was a man named Ole Kirk Christensen. He was a well-respecting carpenter, but his business went kaput. It didn't help that shortly after, his wife died as well. One day after making a toy for his four sons, he got the idea that he himself should make toys. And since he saved up so much wood from his old carpentry business, he did just that. But Ole wasn't, ju- wasn't a good salesman, and sales were slow. One of his sons, Godfrey, decided to help his dad with sales. In 1934, Ole decided that his company needed a good name, so he thought of one. He based it off the Danish words Legot, which means play well, and got Lego. The name was well received, and the sales increased. Sadly, in 1942, the factory burned down, but he built another He built another factory, and in 1946, he bought a plastic molding machine. When he went to buy it, the seller gave him an example of what it could do in the form of a small plastic brick. It gave him an idea, and he modified the design and made the first Lego bricks. At the time, they were named automatic binding bricks. They tried to make it educational, so they made a town that kids could build houses, and it also taught them about traffic safety. But there was one problem with the bricks. They couldn't be picked up, or they'd fall apart. So, he invented the stud and tube principle, which made the bricks stick. But sadly, shortly after that, Ole died, and Godfrey was left on his own. And another fire happened and destroyed all the wood production. After that, he decided to only work on the Lego brick sets, which turned out to be a great um, decision as scale skyrocketed. A lot of people wanted to see the manufacturing of the Lego brick, but it was always too crowded, so Godfrey got an idea. He was going to build a theme park for Lego, thus creating Legoland. And that brings Lego to where it is today. Again, if you want to listen to the unabbreviated version, watch the Lego story on YouTube. On to the next segment. We're now going to talk about Nathan Sawaya, a famous Lego artist in the, inter- in the industry. At first, he was just a regular person with a regular job. Then he took his old Legos and made some sculptures out of them. He then started selling them online, and they were very well received by critics. After a while, he finally worked up the courage to become a professional Lego artist and quit his old job. Now he has an amazing array of sculptures, ranging from abstract art 
to a full-on life-size sculpture of a T-Rex fossil. Alright, that's going to wrap up this podcast. Thanks so much for watching, and have a great day.